So I was listening to the diary of a CEO podcast and he had this sex therapist as a guest. I don't think that's her official title. I can't remember. But if you want to check out the episode, I've put the link in the show notes. Anyway, she was talking about how there was a large proportion of people in sexless relationships. And she explored many reasons why, but one stood out for me. And that was that people often place a marker of what their partner's sex drive is based on the first six months of their relationship. And when their sex life changes, they assume that their partner isn't attracted to them anymore or other things that are quite negative. I know you're wondering where I'm going with this, but I promise I do have a point. So stay with me. So she explains that you can't know what someone's true sex drive is until you've passed at least the six month mark in your relationship, sometimes a little longer. She does give a scientific reason behind it. I think it was something about dopamine, but I wouldn't want to quote her inaccurately. But this concept really applies to business. In fact, if we adopt this rule in our business, it will be a game changer. I'll explain. When I launched this podcast, my first couple of episodes had loads of listens. I received emails saying I was in the top 10 business podcast charts that week. It was amazing. I was famous. But then by episode four, it dropped by quite a lot and then it fluctuated and then it started getting stable and rising again. And since then, I've seen other people launch podcasts and share the same story. But I've also seen some people stop their podcasts after about a year or less because they weren't sustaining those same numbers that they were getting at the beginning. Now, if you think about it, whenever something is new, people are curious. So it makes sense for there to be a spike at the start. And then it takes time to create a loyal audience. So you may not get huge spikes, but as you show up consistently, so does your audience. Let's look at this in reverse. Let's say you've launched your business or a new thing in your business and it hasn't suddenly attracted loads of clients. That also doesn't mean that you won't attract loads of clients as time goes on. And to be honest, this applies to wherever you are in your business, not just at the start. If you're doing really well, you can't, I think, just take for granted that you'll keep doing well forever with no effort coming from you to maintain that success. And if you feel like you're not doing so well, that doesn't mean you can't change the result. Maybe you just need some support or a different support from what you're getting. So this is an important concept to remember and I was reminded of it by a few client conversations. About three weeks ago, I spoke to a client who sells to schools and before we remapped her marketing and sales strategies, she asked, can you just tell me if you think this is a goer because I've tried selling to schools and I've had very little luck. See here, she was being driven by the fear of what had been. And so we had a conversation of what she had been doing and what she could do differently to change the result. So here's the takeaway. We can't use periods in our business as templates for how they're going to be in the future. We have to stay on the pulse and think of what changes we can make to change the results. And sometimes those changes are very, very small. But that reflective mindset is what keeps us growing.